This week on Last Week, we've got a heavy show for you, starting off with some gamer news, moving into some Apple news, and then some porn news. Well, did I make it obvious? Did I make it clear? Did I show you feelings that you never thought were here? Did I make it obvious? Did I make you feel something between us that you never thought was real? Welcome to Cringe Fest 2017. I am your host, Jake, and joined with me is my fellow co-announcer, Stefan. How are you doing today? We've got some great, great cringes to do, and we're just yeah. going to rev up that cringe. <laughs> got some, some spicy cringe for you. If Hot you want the grill. <laughs> if you want to hear some personal cringe, well we recommend you subscribe to that gold pass. <laughs> <laughs> to get a sneak behind the kimono, as one of our fans calls it. <laughs> get a peek behind no, the curtain. Part the kimono. Yeah, part. Just, just, just a glance up the skirt to see where the the muffins made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and trust me, this is one kimono you want to part. Uh, <laughs> and see what 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 happened to make these two young announcers, these two young <laughs> podcasters, who they are today. <laughs> Oh man, I feel like not not uh, not giving too much away from the from the gold pass, but with my cringe story, I feel like parting the kimono is a great metaphor for what for what I had to bring to the table. Yes, um. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh man. <laughs> But we have some interesting stories to talk about. We actually don't have a yeah. lot on the docket, but yet we no, have. We it's it. not. It's not the qual- quantity that counts. It's the quality. And these stories, yeah. these stories are high quality. Um, yeah, it's a pretty. We got a pretty dense show, if you will. I wanted to it's talk about action packed because <laughs> we're gonna start the show off by previewing something we're gonna talk about. Not this episode, but in the future. <laughs> I wanted to talk about. Um, microtransactions in games before uh destiny 2 came out because you know destiny 2 has got all these microtransactions so i wanted to see what you thought about microtransactions but then the week exploded (laughs) and we have to talk about other things instead so we're gonna save that that sweet sweet microtransactions i do want to talk about a game that rubs a lot of people wrong uh yeah everyone's favorite game that they hate that they enjoy arc survival evolved it uh was released earlier this month um uh, for playstation 4 xbox one and pc and they just announced that there is going to be a new expansion in (laughs) october so if you don't remember this is the same game that we talked about that had an expansion before the game was out it was in early access for about two ish years and favorite state of gaming yes (laughs) and before the game was even finally um released they had it an expansion pack so now they have the game released and it's just been released this month and they're already having an expansion pack for next month so i feel like on the same level of like shadow of war the the new uh the new war of the rains game that's coming out where it's just Mm -hmm. like they they announced when the game's gonna come out and then they like pushed it back and then they announced that there's gonna be an expansion pack in this year and you're just like come on dude yeah it feels a little yeah it's kind of funny how much of a stark contrast um games like arc 
uh, and I, I don't. I, I wouldn't go as far as to pull Lord of the Rings into this quite yet, but uh, games like Ark, who the game was in early access for like two years, then they tried to release DLC before the game was fully released, like while like you were saying, and then now that it's fully released, they're releasing more DLC, and um, you know if you think about it. <clears throat> Despite the fact that it was in early access and people disagreed with DLC in early access, um, to a degree, they're kind of like bringing out a lot of content. Now, it's not the way that we want the content to be delivered, but they are pushing out a lot of content. And it's kind of weird how it's such a stark contrast um, to <laughs> everyone's favorite failure of a game, No Man's Sky, huh? where they kept talking about having so much content only to finally release the game and it wasn't there. So it's almost like, you know, Ark saw this and they were just like, oh, well, you know, obviously people are angry because there wasn't content. And like, so they're trying to push content, but they're just doing it wrong. So it's yeah. like, there's no right way to do this. Also, because in, they're blowing it. Also, in Ark's defense, um, from what I've heard, haven't played it yet, haven't uh, yeah. still played it. Um, but apparently, then like they've added a bunch of content, and like right now, it's actually a game worth checking out. Oh wait, you mean No Man's Sky? Oh, uh, No Man's Sky. Whoops. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I've heard the same thing that they surprisingly, like in a twist that no one expected, they continued developing the game after its retail flop and uh kind of i guess wanted to make good on their promises right they kind of like they didn't have to they'd already gotten the money at that point they could have just walked away yeah although i mean to a degree yeah you're right but on the same hand if they had ever tried to make any other game ever dude at that point they just like they just like come up with a new gaming game studio yeah (laughs) come up with a new studio all that stuff because it's just like yeah they could have done that, but it would have been destroying their careers. Yeah, well, permanently. I'm pretty sure what's the the, uh, the main dude fucking uh, Sean something Sean Spicy Boy. No. <laughs> no, I think it's Sean. I can't remember honestly. Um, it, there's so many games. Yeah, Sean Murray. And Sean Murray yeah. is uh, basically he's uh, he's looking uh, not the best. <laughs> Still, there's always gonna be like that stigma. Yeah, it's always gonna hang over his head slightly, but. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, other things that are going to be hanging over a certain. <laughs> head. Um, Nintendo. Speaking of gaming con- controversies. Uh, yeah, Nintendo and everyone's favorite, my body is ready, boy, Reggie, <laughs> um, <laughs> the president of Nintendo America, uh, said in an interview recently <clears throat> that the company did not manipulate the scarcity of the NES Classic last year. If you're unfamiliar, uh, go back uh, about almost a full year at this point to our episodes called the nes classic chronicles where i stood outside of a best buy and <laughs> waiting to get an nes classic edition and was successful um so there you know it was very difficult to get one and so far um if you were also not caught up uh, nintendo is releasing a super nintendo classic edition this year uh, on september 29th that has gone through a lot of troubles already and obviously it has people kind of on edge but uh because of the nes classic last year and in an interview with the financial times uh reggie said that they did not manipulate the scarcity of the NES Classic, and of course that they're not going to do that with the Super Nintendo Classic, and that they will have enough, basically. He says, I would strongly urge you to not overbid on an SNES Classic on any of the auction sites. 
Um, they he said that he sorry he said that Nintendo dramatically increased the production of the Super Nintendo Classic Edition. Um, Just like, like they did with the Switch. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> if uh, you're unfamiliar, uh, you can go back and listen to some of our older episodes. But long story short, um, the Super Nintendo Classic has already gone through like four or five pre-order scandals, and um, the, obviously the console is not even out yet. Um, strangely enough, despite the fact that I don't in like I don't believe, <laughs> not that I think the man's a liar, but I just don't <laughs> believe that the uh, you know that there's going to be enough. I do strangely enough feel so with the NES Classic. They were also kind of you know keeping things away from the consumer regarding knowing how long the console was going to be produced uh, with this one they've been a lot more upfront saying that it's only going to be produced until the end of the year and uh the nes classic came out in november and this one will be coming out september 29th like i said before so obviously you have a lot more time before the end of the year and uh despite whether or not they do actually, you know, dramatically increase, as he says, the production. I do feel like this one will be easier to obtain simply because there's more time. Um, so are, are you saying that we won't have a N- SNES Classic Chronicles this year? It's I don't. Bec- it's a yearly routine. Sure. I, need, I know. I need my co-hosts to stand outside of the <laughs> Best Buy. At this point, I if, if it really comes down to it, I will sit outside of a Best Buy. And For you, the listener. When, <laughs> yeah, and when they open, they'll just be like, uh, sir, we're not releasing anything today. Yeah, I know. I'm just here to get the Super Nintendo Classic. <laughs> oh, uh, we have plenty of those on the show. Yeah, no, I just wanted to get one first. Yeah, just, uh, so. this is just for the goop. Yeah, don't 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 worry about it. Just let me in the store. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know. I think given having so much more time, um it might be easier to get one although like you did say the switch has been out since march and um i was actually recently outside which is strange um i was in a target and i had mentioned on several episodes in the past that i did see switches in a target and i was in a target in a different area this time and did not see any switches bone bone dry shelves done gone um not many switch accessories either which is weird because at this point you would think i mean i know looking at the sales numbers strangely enough somehow the switch is like selling like gangbusters but i'm just like how how are people getting them um maybe that's why they're always out of stock you know like obviously they're not making enough but the ones that they do make every you know month when they make another five of them everyone buys all five so i'm not i'm not really sure but um yeah we'll see so here's Uh, the real question obviously a lot of people are skeptical should, should your boy buy a switch or a ps4 come black friday i well here's the problem if you wanted to know which one i don't think that personally i don't think the switch is going to be on sale on black friday that's fair so if you're basing it on price then a ps4 Mm -hmm. if you're basing it on my personal bias i say a switch Uh, but um, you got some uh, league of legends (laughs) players in the background (laughs) (laughs) i could be wrong of course i've been wrong before it's happened um but i don't think the switch is going to be on sale on black friday mainly because not i don't think it's too new well it might be too new but um i don't honestly think that's the problem i think the whole like not being able to have any is the problem I don't think, you know, stores are going to really be able to put them on sale. Because, you know, generally, um, 
Black Friday Tech Religious Thursday sales are like, or not worldwide, sorry, uh, like nationwide to a degree. And I just don't think the stock is consistent enough for, yeah. like, for example, Best Buy to be like, hey, look, we're going to reduce the price of the Switch in all of the stores by this much because, like, honestly, most of the stores probably don't have one. So it's just like, uh, I don't know, but we'll see. I don't well, know if that logic necessarily checks out from a business standpoint, but yeah. Um, because now that so basically now that I have my uh, room a little bit more of a you know like a human being lives here, I <laughs> I've been thinking about oh maybe it's like time to buy a console, just like Ugh. that sweet sweet play games while in bed. Yeah, fair enough. Dude, well, you could do that with, if you just got a uh, a Steam Link. Yeah, but then like if I'm gonna do that, might as well I'm gonna be playing like the games I already have. Just like yeah. it doesn't open me up to more games. Oh, yeah. uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like. like tell, let me let me be blunt with you. If there is a game out on PC <laughs> and a game out on console, and I, let's say I own that console, I'm buying it on PC. Yeah, okay. Fair I enough. don't see a reason for me to like buy a game on like. I feel like the main reason that people buy games on consoles is so they can play with other people. All of my friends yeah. play on PC, so like, right. there's no point. Um, See, that is where I think the Switch does a good job at marketing towards PC gamers. <clears throat> now, I'm not talking about, uh, like, the thing that you were mentioning with playing with your friends who um, also play on PC, but I'm talking about games that are uh, single player, but games that also come out on PC and console. I actually prefer, for the most part, to buy them on the Switch Get out. solely because... <laughs> <laughs> because like i said if it's not multiplayer solely because the switch is portable mm -hmm. so for the most part like most of the games that have come out for the switch that are also on pc the graphics usually are negligible so at that point it's almost like having a portable pc gaming machine because like you're playing the same game that you would be playing on pc especially games like for example shovel knight um that obviously is really popular on pc graphics don't matter it's like you know old school retro style graphics like whether you play it on pc with like a ridiculous quad 1080 rig or the switch the graphics are going to look the same yeah. it's not a multiplayer game so it doesn't matter and frankly you would probably be playing that game on pc with a controller anyway so at that point i'm just like just buy it for the switch because then i can play it in bed i can play it out when you know like i'm out and about or whatever i can play it like i would have normally um you know whether or not you plug your switch into your monitor or your tv or whatever like you can play it in the house you can do all of it so at that point it's like i think it's a a better value that's fair that's a good point that's switch. a good point though that, that is yeah. a fair point if i went outside more maybe uh, it would make me more, <laughs> more inclined to... yeah, like if any of those outside things actually yeah. mattered to me <laughs> oh man that's like the pain of like okay so i don't know if you feel this pain but like playing video games out in public just like mm -hmm. so like i'll bring my ds on like a trip but then just like mm -hmm. i feel the cringe of just like knowing oh, man. just knowing <laughs> that i'm a 26 year old man on an airplane playing a ds See, and I just playing Pokemon on my DS. <laughs> <laughs> I've surpassed that feel. Um, I think I have I, too. I knew what you were talking about. I know. Sorry, I know what you were talking about. I had that feeling before, but then I don't know. At one point, I kind of just stopped caring because, like, realistically, the way I look at it is okay. Sure, I'm playing like the Switch, for example, outside, like in public. 
let's be honest with ourselves, if I wasn't outside in public and I realized that you're um, referring to, like, being in the safety of your own home, but it's like, I would probably be playing games anyway. So it's not like I'm, you know, someone who doesn't normally play games. You know, I, I don't necessarily see that as being, like, childish. So it's just like, I play games. I ah. would be playing games at my house. So it's like, I, I, I'm not going to hide the fact that I play games. I don't know. I don't think that's that weird. Especially, um, like, I didn't have a... a well, I had the original DS, but no more modern DSs, so I kind of skipped that phase of portable gaming. But um, especially like when the Switch first came out, because it was like so ridiculously hard to get, I would play my Switch outside like proudly because ah. it was just like, "Ha, I got one, and you didn't. What's up?" <laughs> Proud, you're flying your your. Uh, I'm a I'm a nerd flag high. Yeah, for all I mean, to see. I was like. I was rocking... Let your um, autism fly high. <laughs> I was rocking uh, Breath of the Wild because I did go on that trip to Seattle right after the Switch came out. Like, f- a few days after the Switch came out. So I was, like, rocking, uh, you know, rocking that uh, Breath of the Wild on the plane. Yeah, and, you, um, were the, uh, you were the... You were the... That one neckbeard. Yeah, you were the... <laughs> I was going to say, you were the... the the eye of jealousy of every five-year-old boy <laughs> yeah, on that airplane. Say, because that is the other thing about the Switch. If you don't know anything about it, like you hadn't heard of it, it's kind of nondescript. It kind of just looks like a tablet. That is um, fair, yeah. With controllers on the side. So there have been other products that are similar to that. And because, you know, like it, it's sure it's a Switch on the back, but otherwise it's not like blatantly uh, any kind of a game console. Like it kind of just looks like a tablet. So <laughs> it, it's kind of like incognito, I guess, a little bit. Do you remember? You know, after uh, everyone caught wind, not so much, but before. Do you remember Nikki's nephew <laughs> thought you? had his oh, switch yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> there was also that whole um there was like a story about so in the original uh like promo material for the switch there was a guy who like uh is at an airport and he goes to sit down next to this cutie and uh gives her a joy con and they start playing like snipper clips together or something no, like that no, never happened um, <laughs> well that's the thing normally you're just like yeah sure right uh there was this guy who actually tweeted um it was the same time like right when the switch first came out that uh he was on an air or sorry it was a girl sitting next to the two people that are in reference in the story um that they were sitting on an airplane all together and um the guy pulls out a switch and the girl sitting next to him not the girl tweeting the girl sitting next to him is like what's that and uh you know he tells her it's a switch and normally at that point she would probably stop talking to yeah him. but um <laughs> but instead he like pulls the the chad move and he's just like yeah let me show you and he just gives her a joy con and they legitimately start playing snipper clips and played snipper clips the rest of the flight they just like played it. yeah i was like it's real like legitimately he's Nintendo living the commercials yeah um and then i was also sad because when i was playing breath of the wild i was sitting next to a girl on the plane and i was like don't talk to me <laughs> so... <laughs> you're like i'm not pulling out a multiplayer game to play with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like don't look over here because if you think i'm stopping breath of the wild you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh don't ask me what this is oh, um, but... <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, all right let's get into these deep stories (laughs) so let's jump into this going from games that are bringing people together to games that are (laughs) tearing people apart you're right (laughs) uh games that are literally dividing ruining nations of people yes (laughs) um 
So uh. everyone's favorite cringe factory and edgelord <laughs> himself, and also popular YouTuber. Yeah. Uh, PewDiePie was on in the he news. Somehow he checks all those boxes. <laughs> yes, he was in the news. Unfortunately, once again, because he was streaming the widely popular pub pug player unknown battlegrounds pub pooba pooba. <laughs> Yo, she got a nice pooba. Oh wait, that's not that's not right. Anyways, so. He was he was uh, streaming on YouTube Player Unknown Battlegrounds, uh, mm-hmm. and he 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 got mad. He uh, another player was being a little dickle, and yeah. he he shouted out of the player, and he called him the N word. So yes. he he realized quickly what he did, and he said, "Oh no, I mean asshole. I'm sorry. I don't even which, know if he yeah, which." arguably made things worse yeah because you can't i mean you've at this point you you just dug the hole deeper because it's harder to redeem yourself like okay let's say he said it and then did not uh try and correct himself and just like oh that guy's being an asshole like maybe he didn't say that part then he could have corrected himself and just been like oh man that slipped out like i did not yeah. to say that but then after saying that part now it's like he's equating the two words which makes right. it worse right yeah <laughs> So yeah, he went full full racism and just dropped yeah. that N word um, like it ain't no thing. Um, yeah. Which I thought it was funny too. Uh, oh, I'll get your opinion, Cute. but I thought it was funny too when I saw people talking about it and I was like, uh-huh. "Yo!" And he went hard R with it. Yeah. What did you expect? Did you think he was just like calling that dude his friend? Just like right. He was it's like yelling at them. Yeah. He was he was definitely going for like uh, a derogatory term yeah um, and then also so then afterwards it's it was like one of those moments where you could have like paused it you know had the rec- record scratch yeah i think now granted PewDiePie should not do this because it would be in very poor taste but i have no problem if i if anyone out there um has any video editing skills you should do this um <laughs> so after he was just like oh that guy's being an asshole and then uh a couple seconds later he's just like <laughs> he's like i didn't mean that in a bad way but here's here's what made it funny um the fact that you could tell he like paused in his head and there should have been like the record scratch and it was just like yep that's me i bet you're wondering how i got it <laughs> because um when he was just like i didn't mean that in a bad way he like trailed off he didn't finish saying the sentence because it's yeah. like he could tell he was like mm, i fucked up yeah he, he <laughs> realized like, in that moment he was yeah. just like oh shit yeah he was just like this it, it, it's almost like he didn't think there was even a point in saying in finishing that sentence and being like i didn't mean it in a bad way because it's just like nah bruh it's especially a, considering you know like his recent scandals and whatnot right. it's just like, it's like mm. in that moment it's just like he realized nothing he could say could make it better exactly so he was just like i should yeah. probably stop yeah <laughs> he was just like mm, nah like i said it needed that that record scratch and yeah. it was just like yep that's me <laughs> <laughs> wondering how i got here <laughs> yeah. oh man oh man so he did say that trailing off sentence of, well like, it all started a couple months ago when i had these two <laughs> yeah. brown boys uh make a sign <laughs> that said death to jews yeah kill all jews uh, and um, that that guy, he was like a Jesus impersonator. Oh yeah, which is already sketchy territory. Yeah, <laughs> who um said he got to say Hitler did nothing wrong. Although uh, yeah. I will frankly, 
unpopular opinion incoming. I will defend Pewds on that. Um, I thought that I defended him too, but like now it's just yeah. like, all right, well, there's no defending it. And yeah, to a degree, you know, you tr- you try and defend, you try and take up for someone uh, long enough, and then after a while, it's just like, come on, dog. Yeah, You're it's just... just like, yo, you've had enough chances. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with the with the Fiverr thing, I don't know. I definitely do think it was taken out of context because it was, like we said in the episode, he was more doing that as like a, where's the line? Right, you know, he like, was being where's an the edgelord. Exactly. And I mean, that's fine to a degree. Yeah, he is, I mean, like, not for me, but whatever. Right. I don't know. With the status that PewDiePie has, sure, you have to be like aware of your public image. But to a degree, I think that's what makes PewDiePie such a good... I don't know if you would you classify him as being a celebrity or just like a I don't know an a internet celebrity, celebrity I guess yeah yeah I think that's what makes him a good like internet celebrity is the fact that <clears throat> now I'm not saying um, I think being racist is a good thing ha! I'm saying um, like the fact that he is edgy about things let's just exclude the racism from this from this little segment here um the fact that he is edgy about things and isn't like overly protective of his like public image you know like i feel like he kind of just does his thing yeah and it's just like if you don't like it go away you know what i right. mean mm-hmm. i think that's what makes him a good internet personality i think that's what gives him such wide appeal is the fact that he kind of just does whatever He's he genuine. wants to do Okay. Yeah, it's like he does and his thing, and sometimes that's genuine. You know, <laughs> genuine is racist. No, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes that just has that that just has you shouting that word. Yeah, I mean, even when the uh, like adpocalypse thing happened, it didn't. I'm I'm sure maybe it hurt his overall like revenue stream, but he kind of didn't care. Yeah, it's kind of just like a, I'm just gonna keep doing me, and if you don't like it, all right, there's a door, and I can appreciate that. Um, like I said, sans racism. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. So let's ask this. So I've read a, bun- a bunch about the, the PewDiePie thing. Man, it yeah. really feels like, and in that moment, I feel like you were right. You hit it really on the head where it's just like, you're probably wondering how I got here. Because <laughs> like, he's got to be thinking in that moment, like, oh man, it's the internet. Someone already recorded this and saved it yep. and already yep. is like posing it somewhere. So yeah. he knew that like it was going to come out. And right. especially with all the controversy that he had just gotten through, it was just uh-huh. like, yo, those news sites are about to hit him hard. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's like you, they're going wild right now. Yeah. Those news sites <laughs> like are at half mast and like mm-hmm. ready to roll. So, um, <laughs> it was interesting. A lot of like the things that I read, which I didn't necessarily agree with all of them, but it's like interesting, like what people say after he, he, he says that, like, with the whole, like, I was saying, like, oh, I can't... And he even said, like, with the hard R, just like, yeah, he uh-huh. was being racist. Like, what did you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would it have been better if he had, like, held back the R? Like, wow. Yeah. Purity Pass says the R... <laughs> the R word. The N word. <laughs> but uh, he, he didn't go the full... Uh, he didn't say the full word, so... <laughs> yeah. He, he dropped that last letter, so now it's different. Yeah. Uh, I, I also... <laughs> when you were saying uh, the news, you know, like, he had to know that someone was recording that. Um, strangely enough, I find it... Uh, I don't want to go as far as to say admirable, but I find it pretty courageous of him. The fact that he didn't just immediately cut off his stream. Yeah. <laughs> he, he kept going. <laughs> he basically realized uh, that it was he was done at that point so yeah just like All i'm right. surprised he didn't just like cut the stream and just be like i'm done i'm out yeah. because i mean he has to know the storm was coming like yeah he said. 
Well, well, at that point, like, what is he going to do? Just, like, yeah. all right, shut his stream off and then just, like, hide under his bed? <laughs> Go cry about his yeah. career potentially being destroyed. That's the thing, though. I don't really think this is... I don't think this is going to be a career-ending blow, personally. I don't know about you. Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, there's been yeah. other YouTubers and people who were streaming that, like, said way worse stuff, and they're yeah. doing fine. So, well, I mean, on the, on the other hand, though, there have been, like, YouTubers who did way more tame things, and everyone was just like, yeah, no. Mm. Like, we're not cool with this. Um, yeah. And, like, received... I don't know. Obviously, um, he received backlash from it. And I'm not talking about from, like, mainstream media. I'm talking about from people within the community. I, I don't... That's one thing I, I think is interesting about this is um, not including, like, you know, neckbeards posting behind their computer... Or behind their keyboards. I'm talking about uh, actual, like, personalities on YouTube in the community. Uh, it's it's pretty... It's not like a polarizing, um, you know, situation or a polarizing topic. Pretty much everyone is just like, yeah, no, he's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting. It's like one thing, you know, after the uh, the recent political climate and then like other things that have been happening, one thing we can all agree on, PewDiePie's a racist. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. So that is something um, that, because like people are like, well, we're even, we were saying that he's a racist, uh, mm-hmm. but like, do you actually think that PewDiePie's a racist? If you want me to give you the real, the Hit real with deal, it. the real Yo, scoop. We're going to jump out. We're going to like, no bummers. We're going to pause that. No bummers for a second. Hit me with it. For real, for real. Your actual opinion. I don't think PewDiePie's a racist. Okay. Well, I don't either. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to be like, what? Um, what? PewDiePie's a fucking racist. He said one <laughs> word, one time yeah. on a stream. How can you not say he's a racist? No, there was all sarcasm, yeah. by the way. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. So, well, this is kind of like a... We actually did not talk about this part. Um, did you see his apology? Yes, I did see his apology. Okay, I was going to say, Literally, we didn't discuss unfortunately, I, we both saw it. I watched it the as soon as I woke up today. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, like, first <laughs> well, thing I did... what did you think about it? I thought it was a good apology. Like, straight up, he didn't try and, like, make excuses. He just was like, I fucked up. I... Yeah. There's no denying that i'm an idiot for saying that he didn't like yeah. try and make any excuses which is what i like i have an apology too also yeah, i thought that was I, pretty interesting i well i'm a white person but i wasn't like <laughs> particularly off- i realized what he said was offended this is what i have offensive uh, yeah what i what yeah. he i knew like what he said was offensive uh yeah. and but like personally i was not offended by it not right. that I'm, like, condoning it and thinking, like, oh, yeah, totally fine that he said, like, no, he shouldn't have said that. But, like, right. personally, what he said did not, like, af- affect me. So I was, when right. he, like, apologized, I wasn't, like, I was, like, oh, that's probably the smart thing to do. So, like, I felt like yeah. the apology wasn't for me because I wasn't, like, right. mad at him. Right, uh, right, I see Literally, at this point, it takes me from, like, not giving any fucks about PewDiePie to being, like, ha, let's talk about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm talking about PewDiePie, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, see, the way I felt about it, I, I agree with you on the feeling that um, he he gave a good apology, I think, um, because of the, the same things that you were saying, where it's, like, he didn't really, like, beat around the bush or anything like that. He was just, like, hey, look, so I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was interesting how he was saying he was kind of touching on notes that I thought 
myself um, about how he was saying, you know, when I get into games online and meet other people and they use language like that, I hate that that kind of language is associated with the community. And I hate that now I have furthered that kind of association. Yeah. So um, I thought that was pretty interesting. I also thought it was funny how he was just like uh, talking about the fact that, you know, with all the, the recent stuff that's been happening this makes it seem like he didn't learn anything and it's just like that's interesting that you would note that because i think you start delving into like (laughs) now we're about to it's like this is a new segment called deep talks Um, (laughs) i think you start delving into the idea of like whether or not i don't know i think you start it raises the question whether or not it's immediately apparent whether someone learned something in the first place you know what i mean like him saying that and then mentioning the fact that maybe he didn't learn anything you know this makes it seem like he didn't learn anything from his recent scandal i think that kind of begs the question well what would show that you learned because let's say that this didn't happen does that mean that he learned or does that mean he just got better at hiding it huh, you know, like, yeah you know what i'm saying like <clears throat> did that mean that you learned or does that mean you got better at like censoring your speech when you're being like when you're streaming or like making a video you know what i'm saying right and so, that that ties into like so what i i saw a couple of different people saying was that like oh if he uses this if he has no problem like saying this language in like a stream do you think that he is also like using this language in his like public day or public speech? He personally, um, I like, like that's like maybe something I that have... I read that I disagreed right. with. I just wanted to wonder what you thought. Well, uh, if you, I feel like this might be where we have a differing opinion. Ooh. Um, I'm not obviously, I don't know him, so I guess I think both of our uh answers to this question would be I'm not sure, but um, I feel like it's possible i lead to i lean towards the the side of yes see i was on that huh go ahead sorry uh well i lean towards the side of yes but once again coming back to the original question do i think that pewdiepie is (laughs) just rampantly racist No. no um in his video he was saying that in his apology video sorry he was saying that when he said that, he was kind of just trying to find, you know, because he was angry, he was trying to find, like, the worst thing that he could right. say. Like, he was looking, he was just, like, in his head trying to find just a terrible word to say. Yeah. So, like, do I think that he uses the N-word in other scenarios when he's trying to find a terrible word to say? Probably. Yeah. Um, because of the same argument, like, you were just saying that people were saying, uh, you know, if he said it on stream, does he say it in real life? Probably. Once again, coming back to that same, like, do I think PewDiePie is racist thing? No. I, don't, I also don't personally think that, like, using a racial slur inherently inherently makes you racist. Because, like, you... It's, it's offensive. Right. And is it the right thing to do? No. But, you know, because of the fact that, like, words like this... Um, obviously, they came from, like, racial intent. So it's almost like people know that these words are offensive so you say it to To incite a reaction right right, to be offensive yeah not inherently because you believe like the feelings that come from you know where that word came from but more like like you were just saying like you say it to be offensive or like to incite a reaction you know what i mean right because i actually agree with you i think because like 
I remember when I was like way, way younger, you know, go off to middle school, learn a bunch of new words. You say your, <laughs> your words, words in front of your, your parent or words in front of your friends. You say those words in front of like your friends and you're like, you're cool. And then uh-huh. you accidentally like slip out like yeah. uh, something that you weren't supposed to say in front of your parents and yeah. they whoop your ass. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like that same idea where I feel like if you're going to say something on a stream, then you probably, that's, you probably say it, you, you, that's not like a once in a life, like you didn't just slip and say the N-word and you're just like, oops, that yeah. usually doesn't happen. It's like that right. probably actually happens. Exactly, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I agree with that there. Um, so what, I know we're taking too much time on this, but <laughs> I want to talk about what's the deal with like gamers and toxic toxicity like what's in the water like what's behavior yeah why are gamers so toxic i was having this discussion Uh, earlier and i want to have your get your opinion why are gamers so fucking toxic because i know i'm toxic (laughs) (laughs) i'm part of the problem yeah i play Um, league of legends oh yeah (laughs) it's a cesspool for garbage people oh my god i feel like um a part of it is uh what's the word that you okay so like in eh. okay Animated. what's the word like when you if you're a child and you see your parent do something and you do that thing although you don't know why you're doing that thing like you're just emulating them i guess or i like, guess yeah okay like learned behavior i guess is what i'm looking for okay i think it's i think a part of it is that because at this point no i i don't know if i could come up with a reason for like where it all began but um I think a part of it is that because of the fact that you, okay, let's say you get online, um, you, like, the first time you ever played League, and you weren't, like, angry in League, um, because you never played it before. So, you go into it, neutral mindset, you end up liking the game, so you continue to play it. The first few games that you have, like, you're not going to be angry about things, you know, you're learning your way around, you're starting to get better, things like that, but while you're sucking, people are being angry at you. So then, when you get better... Right. So then when you get better and people are sucking, you do the same thing that you learned. Like, you learned that behavior when you first started. And I think, like, that's kind of just how it goes, uh, like, online when you're in multiplayer games. Like, whatever game it is, it doesn't necessarily have to be League, but, you know, like, uh, Counter-Strike or something like that. The first time you ever play, sure, things might not go your way because you're not very good, but, like, I feel like... For the most part, people aren't angry unless you maybe have some kind of like underlying anger issue. You're not angry. You're kind of like mm, motivated to get better. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the people who are better than you are the ones that are angry because you're on their team and you're bad. So they're just like, oh, you suck, you know, like saying all this stuff to you. And you kind of like, oh, man, as much as this makes me sound like I'm making a goof. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can say this seriously. The thing is, I mean what I'm saying, but it sounds like a goof. <laughs> um, so when, oh, man, when all these people are saying these Yo, things to you. There's a dog that is very unhappy with you. <laughs> they're um they're they're on your team and you're bad and um so you kind of internalize the fact that like people are yelling at you and like oh you suck like quit the game you're bad all this kind of stuff um and then as you get better then naturally there's a new kid that's on your team eventually who you do the same thing to right you know what i'm saying because you like the culture like kind of breeds itself 
Exactly. Because you like, like I said, it sounds like I'm making a goof. I, I sound like uh, Ethan saying like internalized depression, but you like, <laughs> internalize those, that, that behavior and you like emulate that behavior that later on. Yeah. Right. But what about you? What do you think? I think it's a little bit of that. I think, cause I was talking to Larry and we, he kind of said this and I kind of agree with him is that it's partly because it's like most or all games. There's like anonymity so like yeah you, no one like knows who you are so you can just like get a, it's, it's the same thing with the internet except for like games obviously take place on the internet so mm. um it's just like the internet is a horrible place well that's the thing <laughs> with like games is because like no one knows who you actually are so right. oftentimes in games there's no repercussion for like you just screaming obscenities at someone Right. You know, if you yeah. like, if you've ever played Call of Duty or something like that, you just like yeah. this twelve-year-old's calling you a faggot. So yeah, that's that's the whole game. Um, that is Call of Duty. You don't. If you thought there was By a the game, way, there isn't. PewDiePie saying the N word, but the F word? Are you not allowed to say that word too? So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. Call of Duty is not uh, the shooter that you thought it once was. When you put the Call of Duty disc in now, you actually just start getting Xbox Live messages from twelve-year-olds talking about your mother. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, I think that's a little bit of it too. So like, there's no, especially with like, only in recent recent times on League at least has there been like any like any like sort of ban system or like you any like uh, any like trouble that you, yeah any trouble you get in for like being an asshole. Um, yeah. Up until recently, they've 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 always had like an honor system, but like uh, I don't know the honor system. You have to have like multiple people reporting someone, so it's just like. Right. Unless someone's being like a douchebag, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's it's I think partly that because like you you don't have to show yourself, so like people are way more willing to like say horrible things when yeah. they don't have to say it to your face. Yeah, that's pretty much how all of 4chan came to be. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, no, I can agree with that. I think anonymity is a large part of it. I think that <clears throat> that um, that same idea though starts to not work out so well when in our current like state of gaming and i think that's why we're starting to have these issues that we're having now is like that whole anonymity idea works out um in 99 percent of the cases but now like in our current state of gaming when we're having like streamers who are gaining popularity yeah they want to be that same anonymous person but they're not so like it's kind of like a clashing of these two worlds where before you were an anonymous person in PUBG and it didn't matter if you yelled obscenities at someone (laughs) but now you're like a streamer and I'm not talking about PewDiePie in particular because obviously PewDiePie has been a streamer with some following for quite some time but I'm talking about like um like what was it that Overwatch was it Overwatch or LOL where that kid was angry and I think it was Overwatch and that kid was angry and he just like yelled the n-word over and over and over again yeah, so like you get stuff like like that, and then of course also with um, esports and things like that becoming on the on the rise, um, you you have people who were anonymous in games before, and maybe they carry that behavior over, not considering the fact that they're not really anonymous anymore, and right? They, like have a, a public following and like a, a public image, I guess, and right? Like a persona and stuff like that, right? Right. It's so definitely, I think that that's why we're running into stuff like this so much now. Maybe it's even a good move because then that pushes people to be like actually decent human beings. In yeah, like games not now. trash babies. Right. <laughs> so maybe games will get a little bit less toxic. But uh, yeah. I always hope that League stays the cesspool that it is. <laughs> um, one other thing, 
really hopefully quickly that we go. I wanted I wanted to touch on before we jump mm. into Apple news was that mm. did you see this the Firewatch developer they yeah. they um, requested a DMCA uh, takedown of PewDiePie's video of him playing their game Firewatch. Yeah, which and, I know and, we have listeners out there that don't like us saying this so much, but I'm gonna say it anyway. It triggered me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Because so he, here's the the tweet. The uh, co-founder um, said, "We're filing a DMC." T- DMCA takedown of PewDiePie's Firewatch content and any future Campo Santo uh, games. Um, there's a bit of a leeway you have to have with the internet when you wake up every day and make video games. There's also a breaking point. I'm sick of this child getting more and more chances to make money off of what we make. Okay, yeah. so here's my problem with that. Is if oh, wait, no, wait. You have to go a little bit further. Go dive a little bit deeper. That's all that yeah. I have on this quote, on this page. Oh. Well, he did the thing that I hate the most, which is long-form Twitter posting. Uh, okay. um, so I'm not going to read all of them, all of them, but uh, there are a couple more that I think are good. Um, so after the money, making money off we make, he said, he's worse than a closeted racist. He's a propagator of despicable garbage that does real damage to the culture around this industry. I'd urge other developers and will be reaching out to folks much larger than us to cut him off from the content that has uh, made him a millionaire. Yep, I remember that too. Yeah, I think those are also relevant tweets in the reason that I'm triggered. Um, oh, man. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of um, long posting, it's uh, yeah. it's called, this this, this this post, this article calls it uh, Twitter Forums. I'm getting triggered. A Twitter thread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically... What made me annoyed by that is that on their website, I'm trying to find this direct quote. Um, he, oh yeah, <laughs> on the on their website, um, they basically said, oh, "Okay, here it is." Is they had a Q and A section and they said, "Can I stream this game? Can I make money off those streams?" Yes, we love that people stream and share their experiences in game. You were free to monetize. Martin, mon- monetize. Please help. Send help. Monetize your videos as well. It doesn't hurt to let us know on Twitter when you're live. We might show up in your chat. So right off the bat, in their Q and A, because so basically monetizing. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> monetizing games is a little bit of a gray area where it's just like, uh, it, does it fall under fair use? Does it not fall right. under fair use? Well, basically, right. in their Q and A on their website. They say that you can stream their game for money. So yeah. they're basically giving permission. So basically exactly. at this point, they're saying PewDiePie can't stream their game because or use or play their game and have videos of their game because he says did did something and said something that they disagreed with, which is that's right. bullshit. Yeah. See, Regardless of what the, the he said or did, you can't you can't pick and choose legality with that. Like you can't well, be like, all right, well everyone except for that dude, can make money off of our game. It's yeah. like an all-or-nothing situation. Right. Well, here's... I feel like you could get into... I feel like there are other facets of it that make it more problematic, and one of the bigger facets is they're not even... Go- I feel like a more professional way to go about this would be to talk to PewDiePie directly and just be like, hey, you know, we as a company don't really like 
how you've been using like racial slurs in your in your stream and stuff like that so we kind of don't want to be associated with you so would it be cool if you just take our video off your channel but instead they go straight for filing a a copyright infringement takedown which i think is stupid right they instantly start they break out those pitchforks and they uh they light their torches and they go on their witch hunt yeah, and then there's the fact that he's talking about he's he would urge other developers and will be reaching out to folks much larger than them to cut him off from the that content. That is it's just edgy. Like, yeah, yeah, it's legitimately like you were just saying. It's like he's going on a witch hunt. Like he's trying right. to get other people to join in in the fact that he doesn't like. And here's the bigger issue. I also feel like is the fact that the the thing that he disagrees with was not in the gameplay of their game so it's like ultimately sure you might not like pewdiepie as a person you might disagree with him morally but ultimately it's not like it has nothing to do with you like if it was in their game sure in their gameplay video sorry right Um, right that's the other thing is like he's not even playing their game yeah and saying the n-word right it's it's like he played their game like years ago and then they're just like Ooh, we don't want someone going through your history and seeing that you also played our game. It's like, right. dude, get over yourself. You're not that cool. In which case... Your game wasn't like that said, good! What? Who said that? <laughs> In which case, like I said, I don't see a problem with them hitting him up directly and just being like, hey man, you know, like, we don't think that that was very cool, so, like, would you mind just pulling our video off your channel? Because we, really dis- uh, we don't really agree with you on a- from a moral standpoint, so we don't really want to have our content on your channel. Fair yeah. enough. The other funny thing about it is PewDiePie took their video off his channel like a little bit after the tweet went up. So yeah. the the video is already gone. Right. But I feel like it's stupid the fact that he's like, yeah, we're going to file a, a, a DMCA takedown. And it's like, wait, but you can't because you told him that he ex- you expressly told him that he has permission to stream the game. So like what right. exactly copyright infringement did he make? Yeah. Because also, you told like, him that he could stream the game. Once I feel like it's not exactly the same, but like once H three H three got their uh, their win in that legal case, it's uh-huh. just like, yo, dude, all right, like, do you normally think that this is like where you want to be going with this? Like, you right. you gave him permission, and now you're saying no because yeah. of like what he said in a different video. Like, you're not winning that case. I don't think. Right, and the other issue is the fact that. Well, if you, I'll try and put a link in the description. Um, but if you watch the, if you watch the the video game, or not the video game attorney, sorry, um, the copyright attorney on YouTube, he actually right when this happened, like right when the tweet went up and everything, he made a video talking about how the fact that the FAQ on their website is legally admissible. Ah. Um, so like you would be able to use that, and that would make it ineligible for them to have any copyright infringement being performed with that video that let's play that uh, PewDiePie made because he did play the game in its entirety um but the fact that they gave him express permission would be allowed to be used in court and that it's on their website you know yeah so and then like you were just saying with the whole h3 recently winning the copyright um lawsuit and then like i don't want to be that guy like the the you know like my dad will see your dad or like the you know having more money makes you a better person because i don't think that but if we're going to be completely honest with you pewdiepie has a lot more money than you so like if you're going to take him to court 
I'm pretty sure, like, I'm not trying to say all people that have a lot of money are, like, weasels, but I'm pretty sure he has enough money to, like, get out of it, even if you were in the right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which you're, in my opinion, aren't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just, like, mm, it's uncomfortable. It's kind of, like, cringy because he, like, went all, it's almost like he had some, like, underlying grudge against PewDiePie for yeah, a long time. Yeah, that's what I kind of like, got, once too. once this happened, he was like, yeah, finally I can take out this Finally, rage. I can take down PewDiePie. Yeah, and it's like, dude. And I think the funniest part is the fact that PewDiePie, or, you know, I'm sure maybe not him, but, like, someone on his team just, like, took down the video and they're just like, who cares, dude? Like, that was how many months ago? Also, the views already, yeah. It's like the views already got got made. I'm pretty sure it's, like, probably sitting stagnant. I also find it strange that, you know... If you, it, because we're talking about how it seems like he has this underlying problem with PewDiePie and has had this underlying problem, it's kind of like if you were angry about this for this long, because he talks about, I'm sick of this child getting more and more chances yeah. to make money off of what we make. Why didn't you, like, a long time ago be like, hey, you know, we don't like you. <laughs> I yeah. realize it's not the nicest thing to say, but frankly, in the industry, I feel like you could just be like, hey, you know, we don't really just, we don't really agree with you morally could you not you know like could you not stream our games and honestly i'm sure like that's not the nicest thing to say but frankly pewdiepie makes enough content that i don't think he would care so it's kind of interesting that i realized this was a while ago but he kind of let the video get made get all of those views like what did he say 5.7 million views make all the money from the game sales and then now he's angry and wants to file a dmca takedown so it's kind of like you already made your money and then now you want to be angry about it and then like i said whoever on pewdiepie's team or like whatever just like took down the video because ultimately i'm sure they don't care unfortunately like you're you're small time brother right yeah i don't know i mean we're small time too but it's just like (laughs) we're also not going to go around saying we're gonna file dmca takedowns against people well who would use our content yeah exactly (laughs) 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 Um, well now that we've ended the pewdiepie special uh (laughs) yo about to name this shit what what would we name the john john special this is the pewdiepie (laughs) special (laughs) now that we've ended the trigger me segment do we have enough time (laughs) to talk about some apple news yeah, we can dig into some Apple All right, well, then quick. hit me with it. Um, so as you probably know, um, today, when we're recording, this is Tuesday, September 12th, and Apple had their big keynote. Um, long story short, there were some interesting things, and then there were some things that no one cared about. Um, <laughs> one of those Yo, things that no one Sorry. What? There, go ahead. I'm going to hit you with these goofs, though. I got some goofs lined up for this. <laughs> um, one of those things I'm sure no one cared about, and I, I really hope no one cared about, um, is the Apple TV in 4K, which, I don't know. Apple TV has been overpriced ever since, well, forever, but um, especially since things like Roku and Chromecast came out and things like that. So I don't know if anyone actually cared about this. I really hope no one did. But, yeah, if you... Um, for some reason are weird and do care the 4k apple tv um will uh, most of the products that i'm going to describe um orders will start on this friday the 15th and the apple tv 4k is included in that um and it starts at 179 because for some reason people think that's a good price um <laughs> just to root for the competitor i will go ahead and tell you that the google chromecast ultra that can stream 4k content um is 69 nice dollars so <laughs> um <Please stop>. and <laughs> the, 
the Apple TV 4K starts at 179 So I don't know. If you just have an extra 110 bucks that you really just don't care about, um, go ahead and buy the Apple TV 4K. If you have two brain cells to rub together and start a fire, go ahead and get that um, Chromecast Ultra. Um, otherwise, in... You're just being brutal. <laughs> if you got two brain cells, you're willing to rub together. <laughs> um, in other less, uh, I guess, kind of like small accessory news, um, as the rumors suggested, there was a new Apple Watch, the Apple Watch Series 3, um, which for some reason brought on the demise of the Apple Watch Series 2 that will no longer be sold. Um, because pretty much because the Apple Watch Series 3 has all of those features, and then also you have the option to have cellular data inside of the Series 3. Um, which is cool because of the way that they integrated it. Um, I think a lot of us were expecting that it was going to need some kind of like really tiny SIM card and you were going to have to have like a separate data plan and like pay more money and have a different phone number and all that stupid stuff for a watch, which is not the case. Um, apparently it will somehow, they didn't go into full detail, but will take on the phone number of your phone. So like you ideally won't have it won't like be separate on your your network plan or anything like that like it's just somehow a part of your phone um there is also going to be a non-cellular option um but same deal uh pre-orders or orders whatever not pre-orders start on the 15th and um i don't know the pricing structure is like a little bit strange in my personal opinion so you do still keep the gps and like all the features and you know normal stuff where they're like oh it's faster than the last one who cares um but um the pricing structure i find strange they did take on the series 2 pricing structure for the gps only models so the ones without cellular which is great i think um because of the fact that they're discontinuing the Series 2. Strangely enough, they will be keeping the Series 1 around. So if you don't care about GPS and definitely don't care about cellular, um, go for that Series 1. It's actually at a great price point right now. Um, let me look really quick. The Series 1 starts at 249 so it's really come down. Obviously, you're losing kind of a lot of those features. It's not splash-proof and not uh, no integrated GPS and stuff like that. But uh, it will be getting the latest watch OS, so if that's what you're looking for and you don't really care about like getting it wet and things like that, sure, go for it. Um, but the Series 3, back to the Series 3, um, the pricing structure is the same as the Series 2 unless you get the one that has the cellular. And then when you get into that one, it gets kind of weird. So the 38 millimeter cellular... GPS cellular is $399, which I feel is a little pricey. And then the 42 millimeter cellular GPS is $429, which I feel like is kind of a lot pricey. So it really comes down to whether or not you want that cellular or not. If you go with the non-cellular, looking at $329 and $359, which is, like I said, the um, the Series 2 price. But on to the coup de gras. Um, the creme de la creme. Yeah, the iPhone 8 and... 8 plus which is weird because normally um apple makes phones on what's usually referred to as like a TikTok schedule uh so every other year they have a major you know uh, a major design change a major hardware iteration and then every year is not so much like you know small improvements and things like that which is why you have like the 4 and then the 4s and then the 5 and then the 5s etc so strangely enough they did not make a 7s 
despite coming out with the 7 last year, and although the 7 is touted as being like the major hardware iteration, I disagree personally, but that's a story for another time. Um, the 8, which should be called the 7S, um, <laughs> is frankly not, not that much different. Um, they do have like uh, a glass back now, so that will allow the wireless charging that is now integrated inside, which a lot of like hardcore Apple fanboys are getting up in arms about because of the fact that um, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to go as far as to say like Android fanboys, but Android fans um, keep noting the fact Your that boys. Android phones, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep noting the fact that Android phones have had wireless charging for a long time um, because it's interesting how if you're looking at like mainstream media posts right now, they're talking about how you know like this is such a new feature and all this stuff and realistically one of the first phones to have wireless charging came out in 2011 so it's not mm. or sorry yeah no, no 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 like 2011 so it's not really that new of a feature the first one that i had that had wireless charging on the like chi standard was in 2012 and thankfully um apple did not make a proprietary standard kind of um, with the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 8 Plus, they do work on Qi. All of the iPhones that have wireless charging will work on Qi, but then there's kind of like a catch. Um, but uh, yeah, so the, the 8 and the 8 Plus are the 7S and the 7S Plus, basically. Um, mm, sure, it's faster than the last one. Same thing. Who cares? Um, <laughs> it has uh, one thing that I did think was actually really cool was that you will get uh, 240 FPS um, video recording at 1080p on a phone, which is really cool for slow mo and not like interpolated slow mo, actual slow motion video. That's a pretty high frame rate. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, also, interestingly enough, some people, some eagle eyed Apple fanboys noticed that um, all of the new iPhones are going to support FLAC audio playback, which I thought was very cool, because um, I don't think any other Apple device before this has. Um, so, yeah. That's nice, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's pretty interesting. Do I think it's like a phone seller? Not at all. But um, <laughs> I think it's... Finally, cool. I can play all these slacks. Yeah, it's like, finally, I have a reason <laughs> to buy an iPhone. Um, now but... I'm waiting. I've been waiting years. <laughs> yeah. Years. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, they, they changed some camera stuff. A lot of the stuff is like software, which will be in iOS 11. Um, they have like different lighting modes for um, portraits and stuff like that. But the, the real showrunner... The crap still a crap. Yeah. Was uh, the iPhone X or the iPhone 10, I think they're actually calling it. Yeah. Um, same thing, uh, sorry, I forgot to mention with the iPhone 8 and the 8 Plus. Uh, Pre orders will start on the 15th this Friday, and it will be actually available the following Friday, which is the 22nd. Um, it does only come in three colors, which is hmm, alright, I guess. Um, you have silver, space gray, and then gold. Um, but back to the iPhone 10, the thing everyone was waiting for. Um, pretty much they, all the they, leaks were correct. <laughs> they pulled the windows and they skipped nine. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, if they had actually named the seven or the eight and the eight plus the seven S, yeah, like they should have. Then they would have skipped eight as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're pulling they, the windows. <laughs> yeah. They uh, they actually did do like pretty much okay so 
a lot of the design of what what you saw in the rumors was correct. Um, it will have a pretty much edge to edge bezel-less, just about bezel-less display, which I did not, I was very skeptical about. I wasn't sure that Apple was really going to try and pull that off. Um, it's going to be the first iPhone with an OLED display, and, you know, Apple pulled their normal uh, gross kind of like, I don't like, sometimes they they say things that I feel like they're eking the line on, like, making hyperbolic statements, but they were talking about how, like, previous OLED's displays just weren't good enough. Um, I really feel like they just were cheaping out and not wanting to put OLED displays in iPhones. Um, so um, <laughs> now this one will have an OLED display in it. Um, that it The front of it, frankly, looks gorgeous. Um, the, the problem is the fact that they did actually do what everyone was kind of hoping they wouldn't do, and that's they got rid of the home button, and they did not... One thing that I'm glad they didn't do, which people were kind of worried that they would, was um, move the Touch ID fingerprint scanner to the back. Um, which I think works on certain phones, but I do not think would work on an iPhone. Um, and they did not do that. So the way they decided to go with, um, you know, sticking with biometric authentication was what the rumor said, which is a new method of unlocking your phone called Face ID, which is supposed to be better than normal facial recognition. Of course it is. It's an Apple product. It has to be better. Mm -hmm. Um but um, realistically, granted, if you decide to drink the Kool-Aid, go ahead and watch that keynote because they did go into depth about how many different sensors they use, which is supposed to make it better than um, regular, you know, biometric face facial recognition, which usually just uses an image. This is supposed to create um, like a depth map, kind of like if you remember the same kind of depth mapping in the old Connect. Uh, similar to that, but of course better because the connect was bad. Um, so <laughs> it's supposed to be something similar to that kind of technology, which I think is really interesting um, to me personally as a skeptic who has used biometric authentication via facial recognition uh, for years. Um, being black kind of causes issues with that so i'm ready to see whether or not we're going Yo, to run into those same issues pewdiepie isn't the only racist phone to be racist too <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm honestly interested to see how that's going to be um they also like added a lot of gesture based things because there's no home button so you can't you know press the home button to back out of your apps um you like swipe from the bottom of the screen and that's going to you know um like close an app for example and things like that. Um, but uh, one thing that people were, I guess one thing that rumors were about, but also I kind of didn't understand why people were getting up in arms about, was there were a lot of publications making articles saying, you know, like, oh, the new iPhone is going to cost $1,000. And people were, for some reason, shocked by this. I'm not sure if it's just because, like, normies go into their carrier store and just, like, upgrade their phone and don't pay attention to, like, because, you know, like, if you subsidize it, you pay for it over time, and it's just, like, built into your bills. So, like, maybe people don't pay attention or care uh, about how much your phone costs normally. Because $1,000 phones are not really that weird. Okay, hold um, on. Now you're with me. <laughs> okay. I'm, I might be ignoring on this one. Because, okay, okay what, how, the last, okay, so, like, <laughs> if the iPhone, um... If the iPhone 8 and 8, 8 Plus or anything similar to what the pricing for the 7 was, that's a $700 phone. Okay? Yes. That's like but... your typical... That's your typical phone. Hold on. What, what were you okay. saying? I was well, going to say, 
so that sorry that um that most phones at least that i've seen so like your your normie phones your your pixel your samsung your iphone though <laughs> they're most of those all hit about the 700 dollars range 650 700 dollars yeah, i'm pretty yeah. sure all those phones are that that much so kind what's of. the phone kind of <laughs> all right hit me with the kind of okay the kind of is you're you're right and there are exceptions that i feel like are more often than not um so for example you are right about saying like the iphone so they do exactly that thing that you had just said um where when the iphone 7 came out um they take the pricing structure from the previous one and move that to the new one so Uh and then the the previous one if they decide to not discontinue it which strangely enough um on a side note they are not discontinuing the 6s um Hmm. Even though, you know, the, obviously the 7 was last year and they just came out with the 8, they are actually keeping the 6S in the line, which I'm kind of surprised about. But um, anyway, so the 8 is going to inherit the pricing structure of the 7. So uh-huh. you're right, where the base model iPhone 8, not the Plus, uh, you're right, that's a $700 phone um, for the lowest storage capacity which is 64 gigabytes they're getting rid of they are not doing three storage capacities anymore they doubled like the base ones and just got rid of the middle one which is kind of weird but sure um so if you go with the regular iphone 8 64 gigabyte that is 700 dollars. here's the thing though if you go with the iphone 8 plus and get the base one you're already looking at eight hundred dollars and if you go with not the base one you're looking at 949 so that's a thousand dollar phone now granted well, here, you're saying here that's an iphone right yeah. if we look at but a also Galaxy, okay first of all hmm. who who's fucking getting who gets the 256 gigabyte model like who who gets well, that but before whatever. it was the 256 it was the 128 of course so uh-huh. surprisingly a lot of people i Ugh. don't think it's necessary but yeah. Just like delete people stuff, do that delete. yeah like, like that's, that's not like that of meme of like iphone people being like hold on let me delete this picture so i can take another picture right. it's like dog what are you doing do you not have like I, the cloud what's I happening think, i think that meme is kind of like what made apple do the whole doubling um uh-huh. thing and then also the reason that people buy um you know such large storage capacity on iphones and it's not it's that's the thing it's not an iphone thing because the original meme where that came from was the fact that like android phones have expandable storage but we're moving into a phase where android phones don't have expandable storage either and you just use like google drive right or google photos and of course you can do the same thing on an iphone and just use icloud and back up your photos to that so like i don't know that whole meme was kind of dumb but anyway dude it's still happening it's it's weird because i don't understand i know like people yeah some people don't like pay that much attention but like you can use google photos for free and store an unlimited number of photos in high quality and delete the ones off your phone and they're there but whatever um so sure um but anyway so yeah that's if you got the iphone 8 plus that is the largest storage capacity so you're looking at 949 before taxes now obviously that is still an iphone but if we look at the Samsung Galaxy Note 8, which I think only comes in one storage capacity? Yeah, I didn't know that. I think it's because it has expandable storage. It comes. It only comes in one storage capacity, 64 gigs. That phone is 960 before tax. That's a $1,000 phone. Wait, what? Yeah. 
that's the thing i'm saying people like maybe people don't just pay that much attention because everyone was freaking out about you know oh a thousand dollar iphone that's crazy thousand dollar phones are a normal thing uh the samsung galaxy s8 plus not the note it only comes in one storage capacity as far as i can tell um granted it's not a thousand dollars but it's 840 before tax so you're looking at like nine hundred dollars wow a hundred dollars less that's a thousand dollar phone you know after you you get your plan and you pay pay it over time so it doesn't seem like it but come on there's a nine hundred dollar phone what's a, what's a hundred dollars difference it's really Here's not my that argument much. For that. That's too much for a fucking phone. <laughs> I'm not too, saying that it the is. The rent or isn't. is too damn high. That's too <laughs> much. <laughs> I'm not saying that it is or isn't. I was solely talking about how like everyone was freaking out about like, oh man, there's gonna be a thousand dollar iPhone. There already were thousand dollar iPhones. Um, yeah, except for I, they, those people were only bought iPhones before, so they didn't know about other phones. I, I guess that's not a goof like that's the truth <laughs> <laughs> like i um like literally it's a people, little bit people who buy iphones year after year after year they just they just know iphones there's other, and i'm not saying iphone people are the only people that do that there's people right. that do that with the samsung as well i'm sure that there's yeah. people that do it with uh, the google phones right there's people Me. that only buy i was <laughs> until, the, until the pixel came out but there's, <laughs> there's people that only buy the same phone over and over and over again right and i feel like like i said i feel like it was people possibly you know like they just go into their carrier and when like the new phone comes out that's like you were saying like for example it doesn't even have to be an iphone like the new samsung phone comes out they just upgrade to it and like so what were you saying the don't... galaxy the s8 um the note the note, note oh fuck eight. the note that's because well, the note's huge bro it's not uh, that big though. Although I guess the the fucking the Samsung Galaxy S8 is like eight nine. It's nine hundred. Even though it's discounted right now, but yeah. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like maybe people, like I said, just go into the carrier and like the new one comes out, the new whatever phone that you choose comes out, and maybe they just don't like pay attention to because, like I said, you're paying for it with your plan over time, so maybe they just don't pay attention to like how much phone costs phones okay. cost See, now i think it's Is ridiculous it... for, also from like because like i bought my phone on discount but still like uh-huh. i feel like 600 bucks 700 bucks is still a lot of money to buy a phone and i realize they're basically uh-huh. we're walking around with computers in our pockets now uh-huh. but and uh just like a thousand dollars for a phone like yeah you could get a decent car for a thousand now <laughs> <laughs> See, like um that's the other thing granted you can't i'm not trying to say like every phone costs a thousand dollars obviously you can get phones that don't cost a thousand dollars but like for example what i'm looking at is like what phones right now are on verizon so like right normal carrier it's not like i'm like choosing something obscure or anything like that and like i'm looking at other brands as well even um so like here's the motorola z2 the new one um it's not a thousand dollars, but it's seven hundred and fifty-six dollars before tax. So you're looking at like eight hundred bucks. It's still mm-hmm. expensive. So like, that's what I don't. I kind of don't understand when people were getting their panties in a bunch over you know a potential thousand dollar iPhone because I feel like phones maybe, are already that expensive. That's what I'm saying though. Maybe maybe people were like my me in the mindset of just like phones are already fucking expensive. So yeah. then. Like they were already like, holy crap! Like I'm already paying seven hundred dollars for this phone, and then right. the the new iPhone comes out, and the base model, the cheapest version of the iPhone 10, is a thousand dollars, and they're just like, holy yeah. shit, that's a lot of money. 
Yeah, and well, here's where here's another thing that I find interesting is that we kind of are in the days now that I think the whole meme of iPhones being overpriced is over, and that well, might be the unpopular the opinion. Uh... Well, if you look at the iPhone 10 as the top tier model, just like you would look at the Samsung Galaxy Note 8 as the top tier model, they're equivalently priced. Uh, they're they're competitively priced and you can look at for example you don't have to necessarily get the um the iphone 8 which is the newest one but we can look at the iphone 8 uh if you look at the base model it's 699 and if you look at for example like granted i know they're hoping for we're hoping for a refresh but there hasn't been one yet if you look at the regular size pixel right now it's 649 so like uh and that one's a year old whereas the iphone 8 isn't so like that's a competitive they're competitively priced if you look at the pixel xl with the new iphone 8 uh the pixel xl is what 769 yeah 769 nice and the iphone (laughs) 8 is 799 so like the 8 plus sorry so they're competitively priced i think we're in the day of the iphone 8 being calling like sorry the iphone being overpriced i think that time is over because you can go all the way down to the iphone se which is a smaller phone but it's 349 and you know like that's kind of like the one that you get on the carrier that's like not you know it's not the newest samsung or anything like that but it's a phone um you can go all the way down to 349 for an iphone and you you can go all the way up to a thousand dollars for an iphone just like you can with you know walking into your Verizon store and going all the way down to like the carrier phone the little LG or something like that that isn't the top of the line phone but it'll get the job done and then you can go all the way get wild and crazy kids and get the Note 8 they're equivalently priced so I personally don't think it's like that outlandish I think they're I think they're looking at a competitive pricing structure frankly I think in the old days were iPhones overpriced for sure Nowadays, not so much. I really think they, like, kind of, I don't know, came to their senses or something, and they started, you know, pricing these things competitively to the other smartphone makers in the industry. But, yeah, um, we had a slight recording error, but we're back. And, um, yeah, so the the rumors were uh, true, I guess, if you will. Um, The... There is a, I guess you can like say the rumors were true on a technicality. There is a new iPhone that costs one thousand dollars. So, yes, the I- um, iPhone ten more like the iPhone thousand. G- 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 yeah, g- oh my <laughs> See, I think I also think the interesting thing is, um, I didn't think that the seven was a worthy upgrade, so I stuck with my six S plus, and this was before they switched out the, um, you know the. Uh, the doubling the storage and like getting rid of certain ones and like all that kind of stuff um so when i bought my 6s plus granted i did buy it from someone but the 64 gig 6s plus was 949 before tax so like Mm. same thing where it's like i don't understand why people are freaking out and saying like oh a thousand dollar iphone it's like that you know i don't know i don't think it's that weird like i'm pretty sure i'm sticking with my statement yeah. I'm sticking by my statement where I just feel like a thousand dollars for a phone is just too much. Yeah, it's 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 kind of pricey. Like the I said, like that... I bought my, I didn't buy my phone new, uh, so like I didn't even buy that full price. So it's just like yeah. already seven hundred dollars was too much for me. Yeah. Um, even though I really wanted the Pixel, I waited until there was a deal, and then you know I. Oh yeah, I you're up. right. You did. Yeah. So it's just that. like seven hundred dollars was too rich for my blood and i feel like a lot of people feel the same way so then when they see a thousand dollars for an iphone they're just like fuck i'm not buying that too much yeah 
one thing that i do think is interesting about like the whole iphone ecosystem if you will is that strangely enough iphones retain their value uh-huh. so um i don't know i feel like the 8 and the 8 plus are kind of like a 7s and a 7s plus um i don't i'm not sure 100 percent yet if i'm upgrading but if i do i am leaning towards getting the iphone 10 and you want to make that memory to the new level (laughs) that's mainly because um so i paid like what 580 i think for my 6s plus Uh and as of right now the standing value is around 500 dollars so yeah yeah, take an 80 dollar loss to use an iphone for a year and then sell it for 500 bucks and get the iphone x for or iphone 10 for half off yeah Uh, not not a bad deal Half um, off, still five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Half um, off, still, yeah. Half off, still more money than I pay for my phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they did because of getting rid of like the home button and making it, uh, you know, like almost bezel-less. Uh, the screen is actually bigger, so you're looking at the biggest iPhone screen to date at five point eight inches. But the physical size of the phone is pretty much the same as the Plus models. Hey, you know um, what they say? Is that an iPhone in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? oh yeah (laughs) um but yeah the so like i was saying before with the 8 and the 8 plus you can put your orders in on the 15th this friday and they will be out on the 22nd but if you're going for that iphone 10 you're gonna have to wait longer um you're looking at october 27th is when orders go live and then the following friday november 3rd is when they're available and unfortunately they wanted to do this weird like anniversary thing and they only came out with two colors black and white kind of like Mm. the original iphones well not the original ones uh the first one was one color but the next one you had the choice of black and white so Mm. kind of i don't know i wish there was a gold one um, was there uh, a yuck was there a (laughs) um for the original was it black or white uh the original was actually two-tone the the top of it was aluminum and the bottom of it was black plastic yo that's a rude boy fucking or was it the other way around the top was black plastic it was two-tone either way Uh, two-tone army yeah and now get up get up get up (laughs) this one will have the same glass back and do the same chi charging and that's where i was saying it's kind of kind of weird because they talked about releasing this new apple charging pad next year that will be working with the chi standard for some kind of like unified charging which i feel skeptical about i do have a couple of chi chargers already um so i would not be interested personally in purchasing this product but um i i hope i was happy that they decided to go with the chi standard and now it kind of sounds like they're trying to put their own like apple spin on it at a later date now the good news is all of the current models, including the iPhone 10, will work with Qi. So if you don't care about this new charger like I don't, you don't have to care about it. But um, that is kind of disappointing. Um, hmm. I don't know. But yeah, um, I'll put a link in the description if you want to watch the keynote. Um, or, you know, I'm sure you know how to use the internet. Ha! And you can just go to the, uh, the webpage. Yeah, and uh, look at it. it it's it, They did have that little bump thing at the top, which a lot of people were triggered by. It doesn't really bother me that much, personally. Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts. Tweet at us and all that good stuff. On your new iPhone. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done it. You done it. You didn't did it. You made you it done through the whole... did it. You done did it. You made it through the entire episode. We're proud of you. 
Uh, we're going to reward you with a Goofs and Gas segment now. <laughs> you, you've listened to us rage on PD, and then we've yeah. talked on iPhones so much so that my computer <laughs> that, took the <yeah>. shit. <laughs> my computer just couldn't take anymore and yeah. uh, had to stop for a little bit. It had to take a break. <laughs> uh, so we're going to hit you with this Goofs and Gas segment. Uh, late last night when we're recording this, which is uh, Tuesday, September 12th, uh, yeah. Last night, Ted Cruz uh, liked a... Everyone's favorite Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Zodiac Killer. Uh, he was caught liking, or his Twitter was caught liking a a pornographic video on over on Twitter. It was a video by... Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. By the, by the, uh, the Twitter... Uh, account titled sexual with two l's posts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it was it's 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 a romper if you uh, you're looking for some some good fat material go check out that yeah. video thank you Trey Cruz. uh <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, just a, some classic uh hardcore porn where uh your your uh your femme fatale goes into this room and um uh, sees two people having sex and she doesn't want to interrupt them, so she proceeds to uh, she proceeds to finger bang it right there. <laughs> she pr- proceeds to flip that bean right on the yeah, on the side of that buddy. wall. Um, Get a so, uh, polish the old pearl. Yeah, polish the old pearl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she wets that whistle and um, uh, oh man and. We here at last week had to do, do the research to check out the video's authenticity. It yeah. was a porn video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Confirmed. <laughs> uh, Ted Cruz, his his team uh, later uh, responded and said that it was a staffing issue and it was inadvertent. Yeah. It was a mistake, not a deliberate action. To which right. I say, yo, bro, we all got to masturbate sometimes. We yeah. all got to... We all, we all gotta play the old skin flute. We all... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I also like how um, in their response, like, in his response, <laughs> he he keeps saying that it's a because he said like three different little statements but in all of them he says it's a staffing issue all like despite being directly asked was it you ah. so he like doesn't he never says no he just says it was a staffing issue so that's interesting <laughs> like more than likely it was not him but I don't he know never this... he never actually says like no it wasn't me he never comes up and says that I don't know Good goofs. Good goofs. I don't know if uh, this is going to be a goof that plays out, but uh, it was... Uh, how, how you say he, he was uh, he was cruising down the old TED Talk, uh, <laughs> and that TED Talk was called Pornhub. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, if you liked this episode of us raging and then also talking about Apple products and... And then goofing. Raging, and then yeah. talking about <laughs> masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Then you can find more of goofs like these on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever fine podcasts are sold, or on our website, lastweekontheinternet.com. If we we personally triggered you, if you, yeah, yeah, if we personally triggered you, you can hit us up directly on Twitter (laughs) at lastweekpodcast. You, or you can talk about the show using the hashtag LWOTI. 
Yeah, if you want to personally call me an Apple fanboy, um, <laughs> you can tweet at me, and uh, I am at hobby underscore grade on Twitter. Um, and I don't track any hashtags. Um, <laughs> we, Man, you're gonna start tracking hashtags just to say yeah. one. <laughs> oh man! Oh, <laughs> you can send us a direct email. I want to like come up with the oh. weirdest hashtag. To track. <laughs> <laughs> and I track the hashtag Tank Cruising. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I tried the uh, hashtag Zodiac Killer. Oh, um, uh, man. We... <laughs> I, t- I, I tried that. Oh, man. I'm trying to get on these goofs. I'm, lo- I'm looking for better ones. Hit us hit us up with your best slang for masturbating. Uh, yeah. I I tried the hashtag Buffin' the Muffin. <laughs> uh, whacking oh, the Cracking. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, oh, you can... Man. Send us an email that I may or may not read at lastweekontheinternet at gmail.com. Oh, God. Sorry. uh, (laughs) I'm reading more slang ones. I can't. (laughs) I can't. We uh, (laughs) want to give a shout out to our patrons on our Patreon page that can be found at lastweekontheinternet.com slash Patreon. And our patrons are Brandon, Lawrence, Adam, and Maddie. Keeping the show running. Um, if and a well polished, to... oiled, well oiled, polished machine. <laughs> yeah, and if you um, quality content with masturbation <laughs> jokes, want to have access to early quality content, things that we talk about, and other technical errors that we have before the show, yeah, you can hit up our fifteen dollar a month tier on Patreon and get access to the last week gold pass. Go right ahead, now, go ahead and our... cringe along with us. Yeah, right now our only patron who is so highly regarded at that tier right now is Maddie, and she's looking for some friends to listen to <laughs> the uh, the gold pass with. Uh... So, if you have some friends that don't know anything about this podcast, first of all, chastise them publicly, and then <laughs> get them to listen to the show. Um, uh... If they, I don't know, don't like PewDiePie, <laughs> kind of like Ted Apple, Cruz is also the Zodiac Killer, kind of like Apple, like and enjoy masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, get them to sub or just take their phone and sub for them. Um, yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's all we got. That's all of our, our social media connections. Come back next week for more masturbation jokes as well as yeah. some good old-fashioned rage at microtransactions. Yeah. So this has been episode 48 of Last Week on the Internet, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>